You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious7. It's time for the Brown Showdown on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious7. Can the Browns find a way to win to get in? We're going to find out Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m. when we welcome the Steelers to the Dog Pound for what could be the most important game in a generation. To help us get ready for this epic showdown, we've reached out to the Greater Allegheny Region and Tony Serino of AFC North Talk. Hey, this is Tony Serino from AFC North Talk. Tony, it's great to have you here enjoying the YouTube show. Thank you for taking your time to share with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. And for the record, he can be found at Steelers Country on Twitter. And now, again, representing your Cleveland Browns is Craig A. Fountain of the Browns Table. Hello, Dogs by Nature community. I'm Craig Fountain. I host the Ginger's Talk football podcast in a live-streamed Browns roundtable discussion anybody can join called the Browns Table. It is awesome to hear from you again, Craig. Thank you for taking your time to share with us here. For the record, he can be found at Craig A. Fountain on Twitter. So as it is our custom, we'll kick things off to our opposition's offense, and we'll hear what Tony Serino expects from Mason and company in this upcoming contest. And when I think about this matchup between the Steelers and Browns, and specifically on the offensive side of the ball, obviously the Steelers are resting their veterans in this game. So no Ben Roethlisberger in this game, and that of course is going to mean that we're going to see another matchup between the Cleveland Browns and Mason Rudolph. And a lot is going to get made, of course, about the incident between Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett from a year ago. Now, that aside, let's not forget that Mason Rudolph had a poor, you know, he had poor performances throughout last season, but his his worst performance of the year, no doubt, was against the Cleveland Browns, right? He had multiple interceptions in that game that would eventually lead to his benching a week later uh, in favor of Doug Hodges. So Mason Rudolph wanting to bounce back in this matchup in particular, right? Revenge game for him, no doubt about it. This was his worst performance. And then, of course, it led to the whole incident between him and Miles Garrett. So he wants to bounce back. He still wants to prove that he can be an heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger. I know a lot of people don't consider him that. I am one of them. But certainly, I think about this matchup. I think about Mason Rudolph wanting to go out there and prove something in this matchup in particular. But When I think about the Steelers' offensive game plan in this one, I think it's going to be a lot of ground and pound. That's what Mike Tomlin is going to want to do in a matchup where this team wants to just get out of there healthy. They're going to see a lot of running the football, and the Steelers have had a lot of trouble running the football this year. I don't think you'll see a lot of James Conner. Again, Conner's had some injury problems in the past, and if the Steelers are going to be resting players, he certainly should be among those uh, taking taking a seat. And in favor, uh, Benny Stell will, will, will see the majority of the carries in this game, and maybe even you'll see some Anthony McFarland, a rookie running back out of Maryland, more of a speedster at running back as well. I didn't even think of the redemption theme from Rudolph's perspective, so that's definitely a theme that we'll keep our eye on in this contest. So let's hear now from Craig Fountain as he talks about the Browns on defense. We will be missing B.J. Goodson this week once again. Denzel Ward has tested positive for COVID, and he'll miss this week and potentially beyond if the Browns make the playoffs. Sandejo and Carl Joseph are also on the COVID-19 reserve list, and we are certainly shorthanded on defense. What we need more than anything else is our remaining starters and paper-thin depth on defense to perform well enough to hold the line until everyone is healthy and back in the lineup. Fortunately, 
The Steelers are sitting a number of key starters, including starting quarterback Ben Roethlisberger. The Steelers' run game hasn't appeared threatening, so look for the Steelers to attack through the air. Another thing I'm looking for is Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon to get pressure on the quarterback and force mistakes. This is going to be very important in this game. Also, having Jacob Phillips back will be a huge help as well. The defense definitely struggled in B.J. Goodson's absence last week, and they're going to have to deal with issues from the infirmary in this one as well. We'll see how they hold up in this one. So now it's time to flip the field and hear from Tony Serena as he talks about the Steelers on defense. Going over to the defensive side of the ball, look, no veterans again here, so no TJ Watt in all likelihood, no Cam Hayward in all likelihood, potentially no Joe Hayden. That will mean you'll see a lot more of the younger players. Rookie Alex Highsmith has been a a bright spot on this Steelers defense when it comes to the younger guys. Highsmith, a third-round pick out of Charlotte, who's had to come in in favor of Bud Dupree and really been a monster on the outside. Doesn't have a sack yet as a starter, but he's made his presence felt with some high key, with some key pressures at times this season, including one last week that led to a Phillip Rivers interception. You'll also see Ola Adini, who's been passed up on the depth chart by Alex Highsmith, but Adini's still wanting to prove he can be a situational pass rusher, and he'll get that chance this week against the Browns. No, Joe Hayden means that you'll see Justin Lane at the outside corner position, someone who hasn't played much in his career. And I think if the, if the Browns are going to attack anything on this Steeler defense, look for them to attack Justin Lane. Can be a bit handsy at times, can call for P.I. at times, and so look for, look for uh, Mayfield to go his way. And then inside linebacker may be a problem for the Steelers because, look, it's just going to be tough for them to rest anyone here. And I'm sure that they want to because they're already so thin. So they're going to be playing guys potentially from their practice squad at inside linebacker. I think you'll see converted safety at Marcus Allen playing this game. He played against the Bengals uh, a couple weeks back, was, was not good in that game. So I don't expect the Browns offense to have problems in this game. In fact, if the Browns offense does have problems in this game, boy, I would think that that would, that would not mean uh, good things for them going into the playoffs because it's going to be a, a Steeler team without many of the cogs that make this thing work. With all of the Steelers players resting, Tony Serino anticipating smooth sledding for the Cleveland Browns offense. Let's see if Craig A. Fountain agrees with him here. Offensively, the Browns look to get right after last week's debacle against the Jets. We'll be missing tight end Harrison Bryant due to the COVID, but our receiving core is back in the building, which will make a world of difference. Also back is Jedrick Wills and Wyatt Teller, which should right the ship in the run game after the worst rushing performance of the year last week. The Browns will have the advantage here working against the Steelers defense that will be missing impact players like Joe Hayden, TJ Watt, and Cam Hayward, and their defense is already injury riddled. Look for Cleveland to go back to the run game and reactivate the play-action passing game. The biggest thing here is having Wills and Teller back. I know we were missing our wide receivers last week, but we were really, really struggling to get the run game going without these guys. That, With that being said, having Jarvis back, the heart and soul, the passion of this offense is going to be a big deal as well. Seeing Jarvis back on the field will definitely be a sight for sore eyes. And so we'll hear in the predictions of these two gentlemen. We'll start with Tony Serino as he puts on his prognosticator's hat. Tony, what do you see for the outcome in this one? Now, when I think about the prediction for this game, uh, I, I just, yeah, you have to go Browns. There's just no way I can predict, as much, as funny as it would be for me as a Steeler fan, to think about Mason Rudolph getting his revenge and keeping this Browns team 
out of the playoffs. It is certainly a dream, and it is not going to be reality on Sunday. This Browns team should roll through a defense that, again, is not going to be playing its, its best players. And on offense, it's going to be so limited with Mason Rudolph, who just does not see the field very well. You know, he kind of gets that deer in headlights look at times when his first option isn't there. Uh, and so I imagine the Browns will win this one. It's a must-win situation for them. So I'll take the Browns. And that's what it looked like from my perspective last week as well. But as you all know, they got to show it on the field. So now let's hear from Craig Fountain. Craig, what do you think is going to happen in this game? The Browns' defensive key to victory is to limit big plays. We can't let these receivers get over the top and get open and get these big catches and runs for touchdowns. We need to force turnovers and pressure Mason Rudolph to make mistakes. On offense, the Browns need to get the run game going. Other keys to victory on the offense include efficient and mistake-free play from Baker Mayfield. I fully expect the Browns to win this game 31 to 17. You know, barring the unforeseen, this should be an even better matchup than the previous week against the 1-1 Jets for the Browns. Having the offensive line back at full strength should make this a regular tune-up game. I got the score at 34 to 10. Let's hope they can come through for goodness sake. And with that, we'll put this one in the books. Once again, representing the greater Allegheny region is Tony Serino, one of the hosts of AFC North Talk on YouTube. Thank you for having me on the show. Remember to check out AFC North Talk. I'm Tony Strino. I am on that show representing the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is a roundtable show all about the AFC North. So check that out on YouTube, AFC North Talk. Can vouch for you there, Tony. The four of you guys do excellent work. Thank you for taking your time to share with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. And for the record, Tony can be found at Steeler Country on Twitter. And of course, representing your Cleveland Browns was Craig A. Fountain of the Browns Table. Thanks again for Thelonious 7 and Dogs by Nature for having me on the show. I'm grateful for the invite. I'm Craig Fountain of the Ginger Stock Football Podcast and the Browns Table. You can find me on Twitter at Craig A. Fountain. Once again, thank you and go Browns. Off the top shelf again, Craig. Thank you so much for sharing it with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Welp, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to the Brown Showdown on Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious7. Take care. Go Browns.